I got it at GameStop at 277. Absolute steal. 277? 277, yeah. What and if it crashes, bro? Back down to like all right, 30 bucks. Well, here's why it's not going to crash. Here's why it's not going to crash. Because the short sellers are still in position. A lot of them haven't sold off. So what's going to end up happening is once their options run out, once they expire, then they're going to have to buy GameStop. And then the price is going to shoot to the moon. <laughs> Again? To the moon. Again. Uh, oh, this is nowhere. I. So we've just completely hacked the entire market? Yeah. This is this is retail investors taking over. Yeah, the, no, they can't hide from the internet much longer. But So their first attempt to just totally shut it down and just change the rules, a.k.a. They, it was fourth and one. They ran it up the middle. They got half a yard, didn't get it. And then they said, oh, you can have two more tries. Yeah. Essentially, that's what they're doing. Even though they attempted to do that and haul all the retail investors, you're saying, oh, no, we're not done yet. It's not even close. Like, I should get in on GameStop still. Yeah. This is like, this is like, if, this is like if you're blowing out a team and they just keep repeatedly calling technical fouls on you. Add 20 minutes to the clock. Yeah. And then, th- yeah, and then they just keep adding time to the clock. But regardless. That's the official prediction. Regardless. GameStop is going to upwards of a thousand dollars, and uh, if I persuade any of the listeners to purchase GameStop, and it goes up to a thousand dollars, I need at least twenty percent stake. Not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial advisor though, but you're gonna get rich if you if you uh, purchase from GameStop. Should I be all in on GameStop then? Do I, don't I need know to if cap? You should be all in. Should I life savings? I wouldn't say like life savings. One share. Like, I'd say more like life savings plus like your entire family's life savings. Mortgage my parents' house. Yeah, yeah. All that. Anything that's like a valuable asset, liquidate it right now. Put it in a GameStop. This isn't financial advice. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, yeah, that's the move though. To anyone out there though, like or to me, to me, should I cop one share at GameStop <laughs> are you, right are you now? Copping one share live on one share GameStop. live on the JP level podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just cop a little day trading, GameStop. afternoon trading. This is after, after market after hours. After trading, market yeah. hour, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I got. It was really Jeez. it was really scary though. Yesterday it went it went up to four hundred and eighty dollars. I was up 400, went down to 125, was down 350. Now we're at 307 currently at 6.31 p.m. on January 29th, 2001. Here we are, another JV level podcast. Welcome to the show. Goodyear isn't available again. He's trapped at Albion. Under under harsh COVID protocols. Yeah, he didn't even like say anything to us about like what we said. Is Goodyear even a listener of? No, nah, he podcast? doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> he doesn't make sense though, because he's like kind of halfway on it. Yeah. Because I mean, I to be hundred percent, I mean, I don't listen to the podcast. I listen to the podcast once after, like after we make it, I'll listen to it. Yeah, I I listen to like a couple like. So like I didn't listen to any of our last one. Really. And then the only one before. Or like yeah, the one before that when we just like talked about what was going on in the NBA, I'm pretty sure I just like checked back a couple of clips. I listened yeah. for like a minute at a time, but I can't listen to my voice on there. Why? I don't know. It just sounds weird. 
I I'm feel like, like everyone says that too. Well, everyone's yeah, like, yeah, like, I can't really listen I, to myself. I feel like I'm kind of used to listening to my own voice through like Snapchat and like taking videos. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Yeah. So I don't know. I, it isn't. Yeah, your own voice does sound weird when you're listening. It always. To yeah, it, I mean, it always just sounds weirder recorded to to yourself. Yeah, I've somehow uh, I've somehow des- desensitized myself from that. So yeah, but the, but we have a couple new titles then podcasters day traders yeah gamblers yeah no not gamblers yes no this is gambling this is it's gambling. gambling yeah no this is investing into uh stock no listen we all know what stocks are and we all know what the stock market is and we all see the line graph but in reality it's all just a line graph and oh. a number that goes up and down we just look at it. we all act like we know <laughs> but we're just looking at that i can i can remember the first <laughs> we're just looking time. at numbers I can remember the first time I walked into a GameStop fresh after a Christmas. Went in there to cop my first, like, DS game. I think it was Mario 64. That game was lit. But I'm just trying to I'm just trying to give back to the company that gave so much to me throughout my childhood. GME, yeah. Yeah. GME. GME. There it is. Even though they won't, you know, the ongoing joke, you know, they don't fucking... They won't give you any money for returning your stuff, or not returning your stuff, or for selling them stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they won't give you any money because they can't sell the used stuff again. <laughs> I'm thinking if I make enough money off this, I will. If I do make money off this, I'm gonna. What are we gonna be thinking on a week from now? Like it's literally one way or the other. We're gonna be like, we're gonna be like, how how goofy and dumb are we off for like just talking about this and putting money in the GameStop? Or a week later, we're all gonna be like, dude, we're fucking millionaires. I don't I think it's gonna be somewhere in the I don't think we're gonna I don't think there's gonna be people there are I mean obviously there are people that are like becoming millionaires from this. I don't think everybody is gonna become a millionaire for this. Yeah. But I don't think I think there's a very low chance, especially if you bought in when it was like in the hundreds or two hundreds, I think there's a low chance that it will Well we can take a little step back too. If you're actually becoming a millionaire off this and what's going on right now. Yeah. And you're, and then you're, you know, part of the people that are like, oh, Robin Hood is taken from the poor, yeah. uh, and given back to the rich, even though their Which, motto is to take from the rich and give back to the poor. Yeah. Retail investors, all the, you know, your own personal, your own personal brokerage, investing, blah blah blah, all this and that. Like, I don't know, I don't know, I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but I was gonna say something, but I, I don't know. Just, I would just say it's a tough game is pretty much all I'm saying. I'll just say if you're making millions off of this. Oh no, and no, what I was gonna okay, no, this is more what I was gonna say. Sorry, I kind of <laughs> no, forgot my good. train. I, my, my, I kind of lost my train of thought. But like, if you're one of these people saying that, what I just said about um, they're oh, why are they actually taking from the poor when it's supposed to be opposite, blah blah, blah and you're becoming a millionaire off this, and you're putting like what, like like to become a millionaire off this, what you're putting in like what twenty k. So like the people like yeah. those aren't the actual those aren't poor people yeah. that are throwing fifty like I because like I'm in a couple like I I have Discord and I just like joined a couple I'm not like hardcore into this or anything I I'm glancing at it yeah. for sure and I'm looking at the discords I'm reading it because it's interesting for sure at the very least mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the discords and, and stuff and the conversations that people are have that people are having real people are having and they're like dude yeah I just liquidated 55k like actual money <laughs> like I'm just gonna throw this all in the GameStop like I just pulled it out of my Bitcoin investments from the last year like bro what who are these poor people that are just able to throw 55k into GameStop and then sell it when it gets you know up to $480 a share I, 
I mean, that's that's not everyone, but yeah, every situation is different. I think, like, obviously, I feel like a lot of these people that were putting money into it, that are putting like a lot of money into it, are at least a little bit more experienced and knowledgeable than I am, and most of the general public. So well, yeah, like there's that one dude Shamath or whatever that yeah. was on CSNBC that made 500k off, and then he donated it all to the Barstool Fund. Yeah, yeah. Shamath. Shamath, yeah. The, the Wall Street bets people praise him as a god. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was just gonna say like this whole situation with the stock market is more than just. More than just money. This is it's a revolution. No, a it revolution. is. It really, it really is though. Like, people are like, I saw Gary V uh, said on CSNBC as well. He was like, he's like, it's this is really opening the eyes of people who failed to realize that the internet is literally the society yeah. is, is society's infrastructure right now, this day and age. Yeah, like it absolutely is. And this is the like the best example of it. And like something like this, word will spread like wildfire. Wildfire. It was, it's. Yeah, don't be on the outside looking in. Yeah, this is this is a huge like internet thing. Like this is why we're talking about it. And I know everyone, you know, everyone's probably like, dude, I've been hearing all about this. I've been seeing it on Twitter, but like it's so notable. It's yeah. so worth talking about. Like main, <laughs> so, it's so interesting. The main reason why I did put money into it was obviously to try to make money because obviously I'm seeing all these people make all these gains off of it but i yeah, mean same. honestly it's just cool to be a part of like no yeah see, same to too that's what i'm thinking i'm like i'm not gonna be on the outside looking in. Yeah. i saw, well, saw that, someone tweeted that you're getting a little bit of that fomo right now yeah well kind of, yeah in a way i was like i was like dude this is huge like might as well be like a decent part yeah. of it so then like i was telling you before we started recording you know i just pulled up yeah. nothing insane yeah. don't two shares of amc for 13 bucks a pop you know, nothing insane. I'm not yeah. throwing hundreds even. Not even throwing not even up to hundreds thrown in there. But like, hey, if that's a if that's the short squeeze that's gonna happen by Monday and that's and that price is gonna uh, skyrocket, once it gets up to in the hundreds or some shit, I'm selling that shit and then flipping it and putting it right back in. Yeah. Or put it into GameStop. Or putting it like into GameStop or Nokia. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Doge I'm in Doge, I'm in AMC and I'm in Nokia. Yeah. So and of course Penn. Go Doge. Go but Doge Doge, Doge yeah. is hold that shit meme stock yeah i'll i'll purchase some pun shares uh, yeah i mean that's just that's even a long-term one like we were saying but yeah sports podcast okay yeah we can talk <laughs> about sports too. just invest in gamestop don't take my advice the pistons are beat the defending champs though the pistons are three games out right yeah the deech are they i think so well i mean it's the heat are in last place <laughs> dude the only teams are they beat they beat like the lakers the sixers yeah, we beat good teams. We beat good Suns teams. The Suns and a missing one. And the Heat. Yeah, those five teams, all of them playoff teams last year. We keep talking. We kept talking about how, like, we were going to have to find out if the if the bubble was a was a fluke for the Heat. And that could have been just a really good hot run that they went on. Yeah, I think they're getting hit with some, like, COVID. I think some people have to sit out from COVID. I know Jimmy Butler had to for a little bit. Um, yeah. The... Uh, I mean, for the Pistons at least, uh, I just think that any team that the Pistons beat are not going to win the NBA championship. So those five contenders already. You don't think the Lakers could win the the NBA championship? No, not if they can. Even though Anthony Davis wasn't playing yesterday. 
it's uh yeah i mean yeah there's that but <laughs> but like gregory kelsey said after the game like that's a championship team yeah. you know like they want to ring and it's not like they haven't reloaded with montrose yeah. Harrell and marcus all there really is no excuse especially is. for the pistons like it's one thing it's one thing if they if they go into milwaukee and lose by five to the bucks yeah. or something without anthony davis but <laughs> i don't know because you gotta the lakers without anthony davis are still like 10 times better than the detroit Pistons. <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> like way better i don't know it's interesting but i love the pit i actually really love the pistons this year we haven't lost a game by more than 15 points i believe and i mean bro doing casey's just a good coach for sure i don't know why mason plumley mason plumley and uh isaiah stewart yeah. have or, or isaiah stewart's really coming to his own mason plumley's just kind of like you know he's just kind of like a player that's not gonna really ever play absolutely terrible and well he got into foul trouble last night yeah. but but he's just a guy that's just gonna go out there and do everything like decent enough you know yeah. I would and say, it's just oh, been yeah. a decent recipe that's all yeah uh i would say all of our vets are playing very well besides like i mean blake had a pretty good game yesterday i didn't yeah. watch it but he hasn't been doing good like this year but he, he had a he good first half he, he does what he can he was laughing someone. when he got that flop call on the front that was really? sweet he uh he flopped on an act like he got hit in the face by LeBron, <laughs> and then LeBron was complaining to the ref. He started laughing. LeBron Blake was laughing. For someone, so for someone who has damn near robotic knees. Yeah, so many for him to still be uh putting this putting up numbers like that. I mean, I haven't seen him score like less than ten at least, but I mean, probably not that good of efficiency. But I mean, Blake Griffin. He obviously is a shell of his former self, but it's it's okay for a tanking team. And, like, for all the new people that we brought in, Mason Plumlee is playing well for his contract. Jeremy Grant is playing above his contract. All-star buzz. Yeah, he's getting all-star buzz. Wayne Ellington. Dude, he's got a strap. He's actually sick. <laughs> I wrote on here, who would you pick? I said Wayne Ellington, Langston Galloway, or Reggie Bullock. Ooh, that's actually really tough. Because I was thinking, like, the Pistons always <laughs> – We always have a guy like that. Yeah, we always, always have, have a guy like, like that. Bro, yeah, we, Galloway, they're all the same. Yeah. They're all the same. Who would I pick? I don't know. Reggie Bullock had two wrong numbers on his jersey in, for the Knicks the other day. What? A couple of weeks ago, did two you see that? Numbers? Yeah, he had um like he, or he like he had the number twenty three on the front and then twenty five yeah. on the back. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I'd probably take. Well, Langston. Langston. And, uh, it's it's for me. It's between Galloway and Bullock, just because Wayne Ellington hasn't been here for that long. Even though, but he it, was here before. Yeah, that. it is yeah. a second. That's what stint. I was thinking about. So, yeah, like, second stint. I mean, he is a he's a two time piston, but I. Tch, Galloway and Bullock were both there for when we made the playoffs, and I was thinking about it, but I think I would take Bullock, actually, because all of them have shot, like, over 40% in their seasons, like, with the Pistons. But I'm going to take Bullock just because I like his style. I think he's I think he's probably the best defender out of them, even though they're all they all barely can't play defense. But no, yeah, um, he no, he is. Yeah. I like I liked Reggie Bullock when he was on our team. No, yeah, I like that's actually really tough. That's a really tough question yeah. because I actually liked Galloway and Bullock a lot. But Galloway was always like he was just always seemed like he was just able to you know he seemed yeah. like he was always just able to 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 strap up a three right when you he needed loved it. the he, he loved the corners. He yeah, he loved. Run he's to the definitely corners. a corner specialist. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's just a that's just a squad right there. Like those and those the Reggie Bullock, uh Langston Galloway, Reggie yeah. Jackson, Andre Drummond, you got a those favorite, are the guys. You got a favorite role player piston? 
role, favorite role player on the Pistons I know right now. Is. No, just like of like the past like five years that we've been watching. Um, <laughs> mine would be Anthony Tolliver. Anthony Tolliver, yeah, he dope. was a glue guy he for sure. Dope. Honestly, bro, it'd probably be. I don't, I feel like I like Langston a lot. Yeah. Like a couple of years ago, Langston, like I like yeah. Langston a lot. Langston was really good. He's on the Suns now, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. I don't know if he's getting ticks or anything. We I w- talked about that. You remember we were like, what the fucking, what fucking team is he on? <laughs> we didn't even know if he was yeah. on the roster. But, uh, yeah. I need anything else on the Pistons? Because I definitely do want to talk some NFL. Yeah, we can talk about the NFL. I want one for one on picks in the, in the, NFL, in the NFC and one. AFC. One and one. Yeah, me too. Because we... I picked the Bills, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The the Chiefs game The Chiefs game was good. They're definitely they lost some of their linemen though. Like, yeah, they lost uh Eric Fisher, right? Yeah. I believe. Um and then so yeah, that's what people are talking about early for the Super Bowl. Like yeah. they didn't the Packers didn't have David Bakhtiari. Their mm-hmm. uh, yeah. their Pro Bowl left tackle, who's just one of the best, you know, left tackles in the league, and or left guard maybe. I think he's left tackle, but um, because yeah, Aaron Rodgers blind spot. But J- JPP was on the was on that right side, was yeah. on that was on that side of the D line, and they were uh, the Bucks were able to get pressure before the whole game on uh, on the Packers, and that could be the case then again with Eric Fisher being out yeah. for and the Chiefs. Vita Vea came back that game, I think. And he played the whole game, which yeah. was crazy, yeah, because he broke his ankle a while ago, and he just, you know, he eats up two guys because he's huge. It's it's wild that Tom Brady can put a team on his back like this. Not even not even on his back because they have they have a very good offense and like pretty solid defense. So it's they have, it's yeah, they're really just solid cool defense. To, yeah, Jameis Winston's punching the air right now yeah, because is. you know the last stat line of three touchdowns and three ints for Tom. But I mean, but it's all on the Packers, bro. The Packers could have won that game, like. Yeah. They, they like this, this is almost kind of old news at this point because yeah. it's been like almost a week, but we're like, a little bit late to this, but yeah. But like the Packers, like they threw that away. They got two back-to-back picks on Tom Brady in the in the second half of the game, and they scored zero points off both of them. It's that simple. Yeah, and the well, and uh, like the decision at the end of the game. Right there's that there's that the decision which is which is the wrong decision. Yeah. it's it's totally terrible. I don't know how you could think even like if the Bucks were in that position, there's no way that they're not going for it on fourth down because you can't give it to Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. like, and it's it's vice versa. So I don't know why I don't know what and they should they, yeah, was thinking. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. He should have been thinking I still got Aaron Rodgers, like I guess I guess maybe his thought process was like, Hey, we just we keep picking off Tom Brady in this second. Yeah, like half. we're getting maybe, stops. Maybe yeah. we can maybe we can get some stops and then just win the game instead of having to go into overtime with him, but I don't know. You have to on on eight to on eight yards to goal. Like you gotta with Aaron Rodgers, you gotta do it. No, yeah, you absolutely have to. They shouldn't have been in that position though. Yeah. Like, cause they should have been. Excuse me. They should have been scoring. Like, I don't know. Like they had they had guys. They they were running the ball. They were running the ball better than the Bucks, even yeah. though the Bucks have an awesome run defense. Devin White and they're like it's just weird. It's just weird. The Bucks or the Packers blew it. The Packers, yeah. the Packers sold that game away. Tom Brady just did, you know, he did the right things at the right time, like kind of like he always does. Is it better to have never made the playoffs or have only made the playoffs like once or twice than to lose so many heartbreaking games that the Packers have in the playoffs these past ten years? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's well. It's honestly like a mix for them too, because then they just have a random down year where yeah, they don't even yeah. make the playoffs. But they, but yeah, it's crazy. You know, Tom Brady's got the same amount of NFC championships as Drew Brees and, and Aaron Rodgers, yeah, and the, that's literally arguably the three best quarterbacks of all time. Wherever as, you, wherever you throw yeah. Peyton Manning and Joe Montana, in as there. he beat them, as his, he beat on them on the way. Yeah. yeah, literally on the way. So, I don't know, and um. I just wanted to, like, Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes is... It's electric. awesome. It's it's a very electric And Super Tom Bowl. isn't bad, either. He's not, like... Like, Drew Brees is so noticeably not able... Yeah. Was was so noticeably not able to get the, the ball downfield past 20 yards when he was mm-hmm. playing against the Bucks. And Tom Brady is 43 years old, and it's not all there. You can tell it's not all there, but when it's a throw downfield 30 yards, he puts the zip on it, and it looks like a real quarterback throw, and it looks like he throws it hard, and he gets it there every single time, and it looks totally regular. It doesn't even look like – like, obviously, there's no doubt in, in my mind that he was be- that he could throw better when he was 22 yeah. compared to 43, but, like, it's such a significant – like. The difference between his arm and Drew Brees' arm is crazy. Yeah. Tom Brady is absolutely still getting it done. And, yeah, he had the three picks, but, like. It is crazy that he's still One of them was done. a tip, so. This is, um, I read something interesting. This game, it opens a lot of doors for the GOAT conversations or closes it. Kind of. Because, well, if you think about it. It, Patrick, it depends where you think Pat, of what you, what you personally think of Pat, if, yeah. If Tom Brady beats Patrick Mahomes at the age that he's at, then, I mean, he's obviously the GOAT right now. Right, but Patrick Mahomes seems like the obvious candidate to be the next person to challenge him for it. Yeah, yeah. If he is able to get his what seventh, seventh ring, seventh ring it would be his seventh ring over Mahomes, who has one, and to have beaten him twice this late in his career, it'd be like I they they're trying to compare it to like if Joe Montana were to play Tom Brady in no, the yeah, AFC literally, championship, literally, yeah, and then beat him. And then to play him in the Super Bowl and then beat him, that would, I don't know, it would change the narrative for who, t- for who's the go and who, how good Tom Brady for is. For sure, so it I definitely it definitely adds to it. And then, and then, like I said, depending on what you think of Pat Mahomes right now, because yeah. like for me, Pat Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, literally, no, already, already, yeah. already. Well, I think a lot of people. I don't even think that's that hot of a take. The, I don't even think that, that that's hot of a that's the that fact hot that of a he take. Could, like come in and just do all the things that he's done in three years is it's very. And then it's it's exactly like what we talked about too before the Bills the Bills and Chiefs games. Like I was all caught up in like the team of destiny, pretty much because of part of my take. They yeah. caught they caught me all up in it. But I was, but I was really thinking like the Bills, just like you know, they hadn't played their best football yet in the playoffs, and I was thinking they could get it done against the yeah. Chiefs, and it was kind of looking like that early. What we talked about, like, oh shit, if yeah. the if the Chiefs get down, um, if the Chiefs get down fourteen, are they gonna be able to turn around and flip that switch that they've been able to all year? And it was like, and it's exactly what we said on the yeah. podcast. We were literally like, are we gonna be talking about? Oh, oh wait, this is how fucking good yeah. Patrick Mahomes is. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Tyree Kill just one stutter step off the line for you know an out route seven yards he'll turn it into anything Patrick Mahomes the toe wasn't even bothering him yeah he was probably concussed he was still throwing at 70 yards Travis Kelsey's a beast like it's it's just unreal and so like now and so like now do I take that right now and do I go dude holy shit like the Chiefs are better than everyone like come on the Chiefs are better than everyone the Chiefs are better than everyone the Chiefs are better than everyone bet on them or like bro Tom like it's just like Tom like how does it's, he go into how does he go into Green Bay even though there's you know there's some fans there obviously not the full hostile environment but how does he go up to Green Bay and get it done like this like 
I just don't know. I yeah. just I, it's so also, hard. It's so hard to predict at this just, point. Just the fact that this is Tom Brady's first year in the Buccaneers system after spending twenty years. Dude, and he COVID patients. wasn't even able to do full workouts yeah. and like and everything. He's literally just grabbing Gronk and fucking the Ryan Jensen the yeah. center and just throwing in his backyard and shit. Yeah, against Antonio Brown in the backyard and shit like. He didn't even have full preparation. Like, he's a fucking goat, yeah. dude. It's unreal. The I was o- talking to my uncle about the this. The odds were so much against him this season. To no, I don't think anybody thought he was going to – I no, I think people did think he was going to make the Super Bowl, but a lot of people probably didn't, Yeah, including me I probably back then because, I don't know, you, you just think this split from the Patriots is just going to – you don't you don't know what you're gonna see from this. No, yeah, we had we had no idea, dude. Yeah, twenty years, like 20, 20 years in New England, it's hard to get that out of your head. Yeah, like, and, and just, just change that fast. I don't know, he just changed that in, fast. He just came in, took over a whole new conference that he's never been a part of, and here we here we just are. Just a perfect storm of everything uh, again for Tom Brady yeah. because he's Tom Brady. He does every single thing that he needs to do as far as preparation, getting his body right, keeping the arm ready, available. He then he gets his guy Gronk. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are already there. He gets his guy Antonio Brown. Hey, Antonio, come come help out for one point four million or yeah. whatever. Like, I'll throw you a couple of touchdowns and get you an ex- and get you an extra five hundred k incentive <laughs> at the end cool. of the year. Bruce Arians, he's he's got this long line of quarterbacks that he's all coached, starting yeah. with Peyton Manning. Like, he's the quarterback whisperer. Blah blah. Like, it's just crazy. They got an awesome fucking defense. Devin White is a, is an emerging star, going going absolutely crazy. Vita Vea clogs up the whole lane. Jason Pierre-Paul, he's got three fingers and he's sacking the shit out of you. What are you gonna do? Like these are two. This is an awesome Super Bowl, fifty-five. Super Bowl fifty-five. Tom Brady's tenth. I'm hype. Yeah, this is the best narrative that probably could have came from. Just absolutely from electric quarterback matchups. Yeah. Quarterbacks are like you know obviously the best thing about the NFL. It's the most important position. Like. Yeah. It's, it's the best thing it's the most fun thing to like break down the science of the quarterback and you know what they do on the field how they act off it like the guys like Peyton you know the, and then the, the preparation for Tom it's just like such an interesting thing and then we get in the playoffs and we got you know we got the four best quarterbacks in the league possibly Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady and then now we got you know this goat type narrative yep. you know coming into the Super Bowl it's just awesome the NFL, bro, this league. Where the else NFL. are you going to find this shit? The this NFL is, is fucking awesome. It is awesome. And I've l- grown more and more on that over the years. I used to be way more college guy. Mm-hmm. But because COVID was yeah, me too. dumb as fuck for college this year especially, I was like, yo, the NFL. Yeah. But uh, this league. I'm taking the Bucks. Taking the Bucks. You're taking the Bucks? That's official? Taking the Bucks. Bro, are the Chiefs too good, though? I don't want to bet against Tom. I mean, he's yeah, lost in the Super Bowl before, but I don't want to. Because then once you do, you're like, holy shit. Either way, either way, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm probably going to take the Bucks too. Yeah, I, which is crazy because the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. They're still the same high-powered offense. But well, how about how about a non-like statistical thing or just like matchup matchup thing? How about just like the, the voodoo or aura around the fact that they did win last year it's hard yeah. to go back to back yeah just like just that fact like hey dude it's really fucking hard just yeah. the mojo about it to go back to back and they beat the bucks earlier in the season you know week 12 or whatever yeah they did so it's hard to beat a team twice they only beat them by like three though right right yeah so, so if, doesn't that seem kind of like a thing like oh the bucks were that close they kind of had them figured out in the regular season like they kind of like got their notes down and they're gonna be ready to go for the super bowl 
Well, I, it's gonna be a game of. I got the Bucks. Yeah. It's gonna be a game. I think of, I got the Bucks uh, after. After I think I just convinced myself with those analytics. I mean, either t- either team could win, obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I, but I feel like it's just a matter of game planning and just making the right plays. Yeah, if you're really looking for a, a good slant, uh, and you like, and you're gonna put money on the Super Bowl, like, like against someone or on a sports book, yep. now that it's legal in Michigan, if you're looking for a slant, I would go with you know like Eric Fisher, like he's out for the Chiefs, uh, that front four, uh, for the Bucks is gonna be able to get a lot of pressure, and then Tom. Would you bet on sacks? Oh, um, maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But if I was like really looking for a slant to throw, you know, whatever thirty bucks on the on the bucks for a sports book, because uh, I'm pretty sure the line's three and a half. Yeah. If I was really looking for a slant, I could easily convince myself like the Bucks front four are gonna get a ton of pressure. They're gonna get hopefully Antoine uh, Whitfield Jr. will be back. Cause they had two backup safeties. Antoine Whitfield has oh, been yeah, awesome for them. Yeah. So like he'll be back. Uh, Vita Vea played like almost the whole game, and like even though he was. Even though that wasn't projected to happen, he's eating up the whole middle. Yeah, I think you could. I think you could use that slant and really convince yourself to bend the Bucks. But at the same time, you know, I gotta remind myself the Chiefs are just like the best team <laughs> right yeah. now. Like they're just like I don't know, they're the best in every phase. I feel like just things just gotta go right for either team. To Super Bowl is hype though. I mean, this is what like is this, this is like what the Friday Friday before. Uh yeah, the Friday Friday before yeah. So I mean, who really cares about what we're so saying? So not right so yeah. Maybe no Eric Fisher. Maybe Eric Fisher will even play. Too. There's a there's a Pro Bowl. Maybe I'm celebration. totally wrong about that. I think there's a Pro Bowl celebration this weekend. Yeah, they're not actually doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Roger Roger didn't want to jump through all those COVID hoops to have a to have a Pro Bowl game. Who's gonna win the MVP then? Of the of the league. Yeah, for the NFL. Yeah, it's yeah. still gonna be Aaron. Yeah, I think Aaron should probably win. I think Aaron Loki was the MVP this still year. Still gonna be Aaron. Like they, <laughs> that the the loss was not on Aaron Rodgers for, and I wouldn't even say it was in an indirect way though. I will put it back on him because it's just like, how do they go six straight passes and nothing off those two yeah. picks? You know, uh, or not? Maybe it wasn't six straight passes. It's just six straight plays yeah. of nothing though. Three and outs. Like that is so like. Like like they like they should never should have gotten into that position where they would have to make a decision to kick a field goal or not. And then like we said already like like anyone would say, like that was the wrong decision anyway. They should have gone for it regardless. But they shouldn't have been there in the first place. Aaron, you should have scored. Maybe maybe Aaron Rodgers I don't know, like maybe he I uh, no, yeah, he doesn't deserve the MVP because what he should have done is he should have raised his his he ugh. Should have raised his middle finger at Matt Lafleur, and gone for it on that fourth down. Yeah, he should have been like, cause like, yeah, how do like how does, dude? Yeah, like Matt Lafleur, you're a pussy, bro. Like this is must <laughs> yeah, win, bro. NFC Championship. Move. And then we got like all the mic'd up videos last year of um John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. On every fourth down, they just go link up and they just like talk about it. They're just like they're just like boom boom real quick, and then like. That one, there's that famous one in whatever game it was at the end of the game or whatever. Lamar just goes over there right away. He's like, "We gotta go for it. We gotta go for it. Like, we gotta, we gotta fucking do there's, it." There's and then, and then John's like, "You're my quarterback. Yeah. Like, I got you. Go for it. Go for that shit. Run that shit. Like, you gotta have that trust between your coach, or you gotta, or yeah, I think I agree though. Aaron Rodgers should have put his middle finger up, put a, put his foot down, and done that. Yeah, there's no way he wasn't thinking. He was probably Aaron Rodgers was probably caught off guard that they were going for it or that they weren't going for it on fourth down. 
and yeah he was like he was like okay like the defense he was like he was like okay and and then he was like yeah. all right the defense gonna have to come up huge but then it's like tom over there you know yeah you can't give it back to him plus he's one of the ultimate game managers like he's gonna absolutely be, he's, he is the game manager he is the game manager but uh in in other news around the Fucking nfl Aaron world Rogers. give the mvp to derrick henry <laughs> Give their MVP to Dak Prescott. He was cooking before he got injured. More, he had to finish the year with more uh, passing yards than Baker Mayfield. Give it, give it, to, <laughs> no, give it to Stafford for more uh, trade value. Toughest player in the league. Matthew Stafford. He's the toughest in the league, yeah. I think he's toughest? Yeah, he's the toughest in the league. <laughs> Says, who? Sure. Says who? Says me, who? Me. Says you? Yeah, me. I swear to God. Man, he's not in the trenches. He's not in the line. Bro, but he, like, played last year with, like, a broken back, and the <laughs> Lions don't win shit. And he's like, bro, I'm just putting everything out there for this team and this organization. Same thing this year. No. Had no reason to go out there. He had, like, a yeah. – his spinal cord was in half, shoulder torn off. He's throwing no-look passes that the media's not looking yeah. at. Except this media. We're the media. We're the media. We're addressing it right now. He doesn't – all he needs he's is – He's the toughest player in the, in the league. All he needs is an arm. I'm not sure if I'm going to go to Lowe's lengths. Who needs an arm? All, all Stafford needs is an arm. He doesn't need any of those other body parts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, yeah. All he's he the needs toughest is in the league. Yeah, he needs that goal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. So yeah, where do you think Stafford's gonna go? That's we can just talk about more our 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 lane, Detroit sports. Kind of sad he wants to leave. As obviously a little sad, but we literally talked about right before he, he came out. We were like, the best thing for him is to get him out here. So I'm <laughs> staying true to that. I'm, I want him to go somewhere and succeed. I, yeah. I actually want that. If you listen to our last podcast, like two hours after after we got done with the Stafford requested a trade, right after we were talking about literally, we were talking, caps. we hit it, we hit it right on the head. Give us credit, a little pat on the back for us right yeah. there but um i was talking to my dad about it he was like he, he just said to me like a, a simple thing he was just like he was just like what year did matthew stafford get drafted and i was like uh 2009 i believe 2008 right and for all of us and most people that are listening to us you know we're all born in 2000 2001 yeah. you know do the math dude this has been like our entire like knowing like able to recognize what's going on like yeah. these 10 years it's just fucking brutal. If you're not one of those Michiganders who just despise, I want to move on. Yeah, if you're not one of those Michiganders that just despise the Lions because they lose so much and bandwagon onto another team, he has been the guy the entire time. Uh, given Calvin was on the team, but I guess since he retired, dude, we had it. We had a really good chance when uh, Jim Schwartz was our was our head yeah. coach and he built the defense around him we were slinging it to calvin yeah that was um, a good team. matthew stafford was playing awesome you know we never really had a good run game that yeah. was kind of our problem we couldn't really get it going and we never had a good offensive line yeah. but we, he built the defense and then jim schwartz went on to win his ring a couple of years later with the as the as the head of the eagles defense in 2017 so i mean that was our best that was our best shot like as fans we got to the playoffs, lost ten yeah. six. So definitely, it's just tough. It's just he's got to move on. It is tough because with all the Detroit teams, in all in the last, yeah, it's just the Lions. Right in our golden age too, when we're all eighteen, nineteen, yeah. and twenty years old, so we're all just hopefully terrible. closer to the back end of our twenties. Hopefully, we cycle this over. Yeah. yeah, if any, if it's gonna happen anywhere quick, it's gonna be in baseball. It's yeah. gonna be in the Tigers because that's just how kind of baseball works, you know. A good like farm you can team too, or good farm talent. So. That's just kind of how baseball works too, you know. Where you'll have like in 2015 or whatever, you'll have the Royals pop up where they got like a bunch of young yeah. guys. Everyone works together. You got the Moneyball situation in the early 2000s with the A's, like you know, shit like that can happen. So hopefully that Spencer Torkelson, the third baseman, yeah. number one third baseman prospect right now, 
Yeah. Hopefully he turns out, you know, to be a little something. Maybe I think it could turn around for the Tigers. Yeah, we got well, it. We got we got uh, what's his face from uh, Houston, from the Houston Astros. I forgot his name. Oh, uh, uh, AJ Hinch. Hinch. Yeah, Finch. Hinch. No, Hinch or Finch. Finch. I think it's Hinch. It's one of them. But um, yeah, we got the cheater on our side now. So hopefully we're banging on trash cans. I'm oh, yeah. all, I'm all in. For <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. That that'll even speed up the the process even more. We'll be. We'll have all the technology to just cheat baseball, and Miguel Cabrera is gonna bat for four hundred. Dude, year. if we if we cheat and like get into a scandal, and it's the same dude as that <laughs> as the Astros, dude, I'm all for that. I'm we win baseball games. Be the most press that the Tigers have gotten since like 2015. So, dude, that'd be, I'm all I'm all for that. But that's enough Tiger talk. I don't, I don't know if I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I'll, I'll cheat, <laughs> bro. Tigers, Why not? Get us in the cheat. news. I mean, baseball. All, 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 all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Baseball is a cheater sport anyways. So. Absolutely. A lot yeah. of gamesmanship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Stafford, probably going to go to the Broncos or something. Maybe like the that. Tigers. Maybe the Tigers. <laughs> no, nah, he put his house He's up for sale go to in the Detroit. the Dodgers and play with Clayton Kershaw. Because <laughs> <laughs> they went to the same high school. Yeah, oh, I did, did anyone know that? Did anyone know that? <laughs> That's listening. Know. We went to high school together in California. <laughs> no. You're Texas. Texas, yeah. Oh yeah, fuck. Did uh, you know that Drew Brees and what's his face went to the same high school? And Sean Payton, they went to the same high school. Just what do you think about that part? Have you heard that? Uh, have you listened to Pardon at all? No, I we got to stop talking about Pardon because we're just gonna because then people are just gonna stop listening to us. Then they're gonna go talk about Pardon. Since, since but you just brought up Sean Payton, so I was gonna <laughs> I say, was just, I was just yeah. gonna say real quick, like it kind of sucks. Like Drew Brees about to retire, and they had 15 years of uh, Sean Payton, Drew Brees, one title kind of sucks at least they got one i mean yeah had, more than Stafford for this more than, time, you're right you're so right i don't like i mean but it, a small it, party was just like damn that long like they got one yeah, only yeah. one nfc championship too yeah it does suck it sucks but <laughs> i mean just new orleans bush be happy that you have a bush yeah bush bush be Forgot happy that, bush that you was got a one of them man. so yeah i don't know it's who that it's <laughs> yeah we um I don't feel bad for any other NFL. I don't feel bad. I used to feel a little bit bad for the Browns, but now I don't feel bad for any NFL team at all. We are the oh yeah, there's no reason we are to. The, the bottom. Yeah. We're officially the bottom. The Browns had that spot for a while. Now it is us. And officially. Dude, we just fucking suck cuz we don't we like we're we're on such a <laughs> cycle. Yeah, we're just on such a cycle where we want to get like a new We talked about this too. Like we just watch, we watch, we watch, yeah. lose, 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 new regime. New coach, new GM. Yeah, gotta hit it on the nail on the head somehow. I mean, because we can't, we don't have warm weather. We can't get Urban Meyer. Yeah, our staff is a fucking <laughs> Urban Meyer's face ass. He's so sick of Ohio. He wanted to dip out of there so bad. I can't believe that he's in the league, dude. You oh, think yeah. it's gonna work? Yeah. It's gonna. You th- do I think it's gonna work? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't Six year deal. Pretty sure. Know, or no, that's the Lions. That's what. Yeah, that's what the Lions coach is on. Maybe I like don't. a four year deal. <laughs> I don't know. Good luck, Urban. Nah, nah. I hope he. I hope he does bad. Actually. Same. I hope he. Does I don't bad. give a shit what Urban Meyer does, bro. He can fuck the hell off. Yeah. He's such a bitch for just working for Ohio State for those six years or whatever, and then just going to the Big Ten Network and Fox and shit, and just literally being the shadow coach, and then just talking about how good Ohio State. He's such a bitch for that. He's such a fucking colluded two years. Yeah, but honestly. <laughs> There was a time to to fleece the Texans. Now would be it if we just sold them on Stafford and then just stole yeah. Watson from them. That would be something. And then everybody loses. No, I don't think the Lions lose. 
kind of. I wouldn't. I would give away Stafford and our first round pick and like a second round pick next year for for Deshaun Watson. I mean, yeah, you have to. He's Absolutely. very. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, I think. I it, mean, I. I wouldn't be opposed to it at all. Actually, I, I mean, that'd be yeah, insane. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I just. I just undersold that. I just undersold that for sure. Like yeah. that'd be absolutely unreal if that were to happen. But very unlikely. It's just the like the Lions organization too. I don't want them to ruin Deshaun. <laughs> what if it did? Well, I'd rather have. A, I'd rather have a chance. I'd though. rather take a chance on Deshaun than draft one of these guys especially they could all be taken by number seven so i and yeah well the plus anyway that dude came out and said you know before i start this press conference our entire our one goal or whatever is to keep this player on our team deshaun which probably pissed him off yeah but i think he means it too though right because like they made a mistake by like not going out and getting a head coach right away, yeah. leaving Deshaun like up in arms, and then plus he probably wasn't already happy anyway with Bill O'Brien before yeah. that. I they made him wait, they made him wait, they made him wait. He decided to sign the contract, so it's it is it is on him because they can just they can just choose not to trade him, and I honestly don't know if there is a good reason for the Texans to trade him right now, but. And it doesn't work out for other teams though. That dump, like, like it's it's a lot for Deshaun Watson, yeah. right? Two first round picks, or whatever. Like, it's not worth it. Like, Khalil Mack trade, all yeah. those all those picks or whatever. Like, it's not really worth it to throw away your future like that. It's kind of like the um, it's kind of like in a, in a weird way, it's kind of like the argument of whether or not you should trade Kyrie right now for bench pieces. Well, <laughs> I think historically people tend to say that if the loser of those big quarterback trades are usually the ones that are taking on the picks and stuff. Actually, I'm tripping because that's that applies to basketball, not football. Uh, yeah, that that applies more to basketball and football because like, nah, yeah, because in the NFL, bro, like if you get like four picks or something in yeah. a crazy blockbuster deal like that, and you're a real franchise that knows how to draft, yeah. like the Steelers, like the Patriots, like the fucking I don't know. Yeah. And the 49ers. There's 72 or 17 more guys on the field. Like you can get anyone, you know, from the third round or fourth round or whatever. You yeah. can get like you can get straight dudes. I would say like a team that's good at like scouting their players and usually picks in the bat, who usually like gets the most out of their guys from the back, are like the Patriots. I feel absolutely like the Patriots. Deshaun Watson on the Patriots would be. That would be unreal. That would be unreal. But um. Well, I mean, we said that about Cam too after one game. Well, <laughs> But Deshaun Watson's a different breed. Let's like that's not really that close yet. Deshaun's eight years younger, yeah. or not eight years. It's about like he's probably six years younger. Deshaun's probably twenty four, twenty five. Cam's like thirty one. Yeah, and Cam is as much as I love Cam Newton, he's washed. I mean, that was literally last year, right? That fucking uh, playoff game, the Texans and the Texans and the Chiefs, yeah, that crazy up comeback. Twenty eight zero. And Deshaun's like looking like Patrick Mahomes part two, which yeah. he like is. Like, let's not forget. Like, let's give Deshaun his credit after. Even though you know it's a, this year is a crazy year for them, yeah. obviously, and it was probably mostly because they traded DeAndre, but like he's insane still. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd, go get him, Lions. I'd, I'd I want to watch that. That'd, that'd like, holy cool. shit, I'd, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that would be. Dumb, I undersold that big time when I, I doubt earlier. It. But, but like, I mean, at the same time, like it kind of does make sense. For kind of makes sense, but it also kind of doesn't because if we were to trade Stafford for Watson, and like we would obviously have to throw in more stuff, but like. If Stafford was in it, though, it wouldn't be as much. Like, we probably wouldn't have to throw away our entire future. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like 
if they have the same minds in the front office that they had when Bill O'Brien was in there, given that he was a GM, and they probably don't anymore. But if they do, yeah, it's that Easter Easter bait right yeah, guy, that, right? Yeah. And then their coach is David Coley, I think. So maybe that guy, their owner, is going to be so stubborn. He's going to be like, "We still need a good quarterback on our team." So they well, yeah, that's that, yeah. <laughs> which would be very funny. Well, yeah, so yeah, so it's that too, and then that also kind of goes into how like right now they're kind of like backtracking, not backtracking because they never said they were going to trade Deshaun, but they're like, yo, like we're keeping this guy, like a hundred percent, like this is our guy, even though like uh, they were leaving him, like I said, like up in arms, they weren't giving like they like they said they were gonna like give him, uh, they were gonna have him help like pick the coach and GM and shit, right? Yeah, and he like that probably didn't go by him at all. I I assume if like I don't know, but it's just weird. It'd be sad. To, it, the only thing about that, if it were to happen, which I highly doubt, um, Stafford and Houston. Would, I'd be sad for Stafford. Yeah, I don't think it'd be good. They don't have like they any, don't have anyone. They don't have, they don't have they Kenny Gallup. They don't have anyone as good as Kenny Gallup. They don't have their picks either. Yeah, they gave away. Um, they traded. Some might Laramie argue. Will, some might argue. Or no, yeah, they traded for Laramie Tunsil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they. <laughs> from the Dolphins. They got for a their second pick. round pick out of out of DeAndre Hopkins. So, just great organizational work by the Houston Texans, and I hope uh, you keep passing it on to the Detroit Lions this offseason. Yeah, and then well, this is another thing too that Big Cat said. I'm just gonna take it directly from him, but it's very worth bringing up. Is like Deshaun Watson kind of fucking himself over by like asking for a trade to go to a team that's gonna have to like dump multiple first round picks for him, and then a second round pick or whatever, and then mm-hmm. this player, blah blah blah. Is he fucking himself over then by going there where then they can't get guys around him, like, through the draft and yeah. shit? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's worth talking about. Yeah. But then the te- but the te- but the Texans don't have any picks, so, like, they can't get guys anyway. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird situation. I think, they, I think they're trying to get picks out of Watson, though. I don't think they're trying to get another quarterback. But yeah, I don't know. Well, if I, well right, as of right now, they don't even want to trade him, so yeah, we'll see time, what happens with that. Time will tell. Yeah. Talk some NBA now. If we if we'd like we get some. Yeah, or a little college basketball too. We talked a little college NBA. Well, uh, I don't. Yeah, you want to talk college basketball? Cause yeah, Michigan got canceled. It's bullshit. How long is that gonna last for? Do you know? It's it was two weeks starting like this week. I'm pretty is sure. Is that because it's Whitmer, at the? It, is that because Whitmer put that in? No, it's at the because no because Michigan State played. Like oh, yeah, yesterday, you're right, you're it's right. literally it's University of Michigan athletics because apparently there's a BA or B one one seven variant of yeah, COVID they to, they that they're trying down. to like shut down. I'm pretty sure like there's no or a lot of people. Which, came get back. the fuck out of here with all this shit! Like I'm not a scientist, but like, bro, what the fuck? Like you're just making it like this is all bullshit, dude. You think it's bullshit? Yeah, I hate like I hate coronavirus. I literally no, fucking I, hate COVID, bro. I hate COVID. Too. I think everybody's on that boat, but I but don't. now there's a new variant, and they gotta cancel us right when we're hot. <laughs> the Michigan yeah, basketball guess, team, yeah. like fuck off. Who who put that? Who installed that new variant? Tom Izzo. <laughs> like, come who on. updated COVID? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, dude. I <laughs> Tom fucking Izzo, hate. Tom Izzo planted the new COVID yeah, variant yeah, into, yeah. into Ann Arbor. I fucking hate the coronavirus <laughs> and that the fact that there is a pandemic in the world right now, yeah. bro. I literally want shit to go back to normal so fucking bad. Bro, like Villanova was, I, Villanova I was like. I'm fucking pissed <laughs> thinking about it, dude. Such bullshit. Yeah, Villanova was up at like the three spot for a while and they didn't even play a game for like a month 
Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, I don't know. But actually, like, about Michigan, yeah. like, like, pre- like not, to, not to, like, brag to my own horn, but pretty much, like, most of the stuff that I, like, has said has, like, come to fruition. Not that I, like, said that we were going to be number four in the nation, but yeah. I, I remember, like, when we, like, in our very first episode, when it was just you and I before we even brought Goodyear mm-hmm. on, I remember we were just talking. I was just – I just said, like, Mike Smith is, like, another version of Xavier Simpson. He's going to manage the game. That's yeah. all been true, and he's, like, been doing really well. And then I knew Shondi Brown, like, was going to come in. Like, he, he had a great offseason, put on a lot of muscle, and then he's got great length. And he's just been a, a lights-out defender, like, all year. <laughs> and that's coming in from a transfer, so he's been awesome. And then Franz Wagner, who was already one of the best defenders in the, in the Big Ten last year, has been an awesome defender this year. And then, like – under my radar, Eli Brooks is becoming like the best like yeah. perimeter defender, like in the, one of the best perimeter defenders in the Big Ten right now, and he's going off. And then I remember I was just like, you know, like Hunter Dickinson, he can be the real deal. He went off in high school against the number one recruit Evan Mobley, gave him the freaking business in high school, dropped like whatever on him 40, mm. 40 I believe. If he can come in and like kind of make his way, and then listen to Juwan Howard, you know, a big guy expert come into his own that's that's been happening so far like he's on low-key wooden award wooden award watch like low-key like he's not gonna win it but like he's up there like and he's one of the best freshmen in, in the in the ncaa by far by far and it's because of juan howard like yeah i didn't i didn't think juan was gonna be doing as good as he is right now but that's obvious to me i saw a couple of old tweets and stuff bias. i saw a couple of old tweets about this like about this uh Michigan like just reporter dude that was just like all out on he's out on Juwan Howard saying like how is uh 10 years of like great experience and like in like a great coach John Beeline how are you going to trans uh translate to a guy that has no coaching experience like all this wasn't even on the wasn't even the bench coach like for the heat yeah. wasn't even like near it blah, blah blah can't do this has never done recruiting before all that I can't believe that dude even fucking said that because like that never crossed my mind. Like I, I like like I knew Juwan was gonna like I didn't think we were gonna be like this good honestly, yeah. but I knew Juwan was gonna be able to come and like especially like for recruiting he was gonna be able to get guys like I knew he was gonna be able to coach well and just because he was like always working with Udonis Haslam and shit like throughout uh, the end of his Heat playing days and as a coach like he's just a great like big guy like mentor like in general like to say that is just so unbelievably wrong i can't believe that dude is in the media and i'm not i mean i didn't think i didn't think juan howard was gonna be a bad coach but obviously like some of the things that you just said that that dude pointed out like people were thinking about i guess maybe a little bit definitely which fair it's just fair but at the same time you gotta realize like that's a player dude like that's and it's that's a dude that played ncaa d1 basketball at the highest level went to went to two final fours and played nba basketball at the highest level went to nba played in nba finals yeah. like it is that simple for me i don't know it's the university of michigan and i'm not sure why i would i'm not sure why i thought they weren't gonna get like the best coach possible for them but i think Juwan howard definitely was exactly it's, what they were it's, looking it's for, an so. awesome fit yeah, yeah. it's 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 been it's been awesome that that Juwan is there and he's all business. I watch I try to catch most of his uh, press conferences after because they're just on Zoom, mm-hmm. so like you can actually like be act like you're pretty much there. Yeah. And he's just like all business. He's like literally like every question about the future mm-hmm. and shit. He's like we're trying to be the last team standing in April. <laughs> like he's just all business. Like the vibes are right with it, and then that's why they had to cancel us two week quarantine. <laughs> that's why. 
it's uh michigan basketball is electric though it's payback for the i said that like i i said like dude like we're easily like no nah, i didn't say easily i was like dude we can for sure like work up throughout the season and be a final four team yeah we can win the national no, yeah. we can win the national if title. anything i think you were underselling though well obviously like hindsight i hindsight now like yeah. you were you were underselling them on on like how Good they would be. how like but like, like bro like no blowing out knows. Wisconsin like that a forty five yeah. to three run against five seniors yeah. against five seniors yeah that's something else that that right there when I was watching that I was like wow this is a this is a national level team since uh it was out of conference basketball the narrative has changed very much on Michigan and Michigan State I remember I remember big time I which remember, no disrespect but like man MSU has just been tough this year yeah local media was. I remember when Michigan almost, or went to OT against Oakland, and like we would just dude, be, I bro, Michigan, you had good year on me. And for Michigan that, bro. State had just beaten Duke, and yeah. like just the narrative was like, oh, another great Michigan State. It's crazy season. how and that. Then it's Michigan's, crazy how Michigan's that works, gonna be yeah. struggling, but it, the spectrum, you guys are just on the far right, and we are all the way back on the left right now in terms of good teams in the NCAA. Which is so weird to me, though. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with Michigan State right now. I don't know now. what's wrong with this. I don't player. know what's wrong with I, Michigan State I, I right now. I can't even bring myself to watch a game, honestly. Is it? I think it's just like the full, like, losing, just realizing a full year without well, Cassius. It's, it's I think. literally, I think it's part of that and just the fact that it's a whole, it's, it's a very different group than we had last year and like obviously like yes two of our leaders and two of our greatest players that have ever played for Michigan State just left but at the same time COVID is happening training camp and whatever preparation you do going into the season obviously like something was not going right that and I don't know we just lost just lost by thirty points to Rutgers. See, that's 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 kind of that's how I felt about Michigan football too. Like it sounds dumb to say, and I remember I was saying like, dude, it's just so weird because of like COVID and yep. everything, and like something is just off. And like the players are there, the coach is there for both situations, Michigan yep. football and Michigan State basketball. They can be this, they can be that, blah blah. And then fucking good year, like when I said that shit about a COVID year, Michigan football, and then and then Michigan State strings together a couple of losses in basketball, and he's like, oh, COVID year, dude, everything's off. It's just like fuck you, good year, because you thought I was so fucking serious when I said that. Shit. <laughs> but like, it, but no, I I agree 100 percent though. I try to be like, I mean, yeah. like obviously I'm I'm biased, Michigan fan, but like. I, like it's not a secret to me that Michigan State is a great basketball yeah. program. It has been for a while. This is it's just off. It's 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 COVID shit to me too. <laughs> like I genuinely, I actually feel that way. It's like because it's yeah. not like you guys don't have Rocket Watts. Yeah. It's not like you guys don't have, have uh, what's players. his name Henry Aaron Henry. We have good players. It's just not Malik Henry right now. So I I did not think that we were gonna have this many flaws to the team, and I honestly haven't been watching, so I can't speak on that too much but because we canceled a bunch of games because we uh, like steven Ezzo had covid so fucking a very crucial part of the team really bringing <laughs> really bringing them down i wonder how much having steven Ezzo on the team affects some of them if it does at all like i mean obviously like he never plays and if he does it's just it's literally just a meme when he does <laughs> but yeah it's uh, i mean i just wonder if that 
has anything to do. No, with yeah, it. it's it's worth wondering. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it probably does, and I feel like probably they're probably all decent enough dudes. Yeah. You know, like I feel like. I feel like like that team like has good chemistry and mm. stuff. Like I don't think that's no, the either, issue. Yeah, I think we're just not whatever it is. Though, but like, but like, you. but once you get to this point in the season, like you got to start thinking about that kind of yeah. stuff, so. or at least pointing some stuff out like that. <laughs> I so don't that's know. fair. There's just something's going wrong. It's not. I'm Michigan not, State will be back next year, though. Like, don't think this is. Yeah, and then if Amani Bates ever does come across campus, it's gonna be something no yeah it's absolutely something for sure so yeah michigan's got a really like i was looking at i was just taking a look at our recruiting class for next year our lowest rated recruit is our best recruit yeah that's what you were saying. i said i sent the that to you guys Minnesota. the farm boy who is who lives on a farm doesn't have will shutter i believe is his name has no social media just grinds bro he literally in this little interview he was like he was like he was like yeah i can just tell you right now yeah i've never been to a high school party yeah like i just never been out to one you know i've just i've always staying at home always on my guard i was like all right first of all like all right fucking hardo like dude you're kind of a pussy like go to a party or something like come on like relax for a second honestly of your high school yeah like i was i was thinking about this like yeah you led the league and then the reporter was like okay yeah there's going to a party and then there's leading the league and and there's leading the state and scoring as a junior you know and he's like oh yeah you know what that one's way more fun and it's like all right you're kind of fucking weirdo maybe like (laughs) I was thinking, like, there's that, and, like, this dude's a straight grinder. Basketball's his whole life. Yeah, yeah he's just going to absolutely go off at Michigan, become an NBA stud, <laughs> all-time great. Like, all this, all leads up to this. He's, like, the Peyton Manning of basketball, like that. <laughs> but either that or he's going to go to Michigan and go absolutely crazy because there's going to be, like, fucking, like, hot chicks and parties and shit all around him. He's going to go absolutely <laughs> nuts, and he's going to lose his passion for basketball and become a party animal yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Like, it's going to go – one way or the other bro like you can't like you gotta you gotta keep a balance bro you can't be that extreme like you know you gotta like you can't be a you can't just be a straight homebody and just hoop and he's like he literally said like it's weird when you're the one saying this is what this is like pretty much i'm paraphrasing barely he was like yeah you know you got like all your dances and like i can tell you right now for homecoming this year i went to the gym and shot it's like when you're going out of your way and like saying that like yeah i skipped homecoming i skipped the dance to go shoot in the gym when you're going like bro that's a little sus that's a little suspect to me bro yeah it's like bro be a be a little normal you know like have some (laughs) not not be a little normal that's the wrong word but have some balance bro like either that or he's you know or he's the peyton manning because like there's the stories about peyton manning where when he went off to college his mom was literally giving him uh, pictures of clothes like wear this with that wear this with that because he didn't even know how to match and shit he was literally all football wired yeah. so maybe Will Shutter is that of basketball yeah, he could, I mean I'm just I, throwing takes out there I'm just throwing out my first I'm just I mean let, let me know what you guys think obviously everyone that's listening text me what yeah. you think about this maybe maybe Juwan Howard is gonna attach his nerd to to his side to just keep him in check the whole time no yeah make sure he doesn't get out to another party and yeah. go absolutely haywire obviously like he's gonna go out and party nah but he's gonna college. be a beast like, no he, i don't think he's but he's gonna be a beast in college uh, seriously <laughs> i mean regardless of all that and all that speculation it sounds like i kind of just ended up trashing him i still i was like actually watching i still think he's like actually like our best recruit is it i'm not even kidding he's a fucking beast he's 610 can do everything touch from behind the arc and is great at finishing around the basket just like hunter dickinson right yeah. now and juan howard has taken hunter dickinson to the next level this guy will shatter is seriously i think our best recruit 
Yeah. Um, I so is he in the same class as Holmgren then? Yep. He is. That's his, yep. This that's, so that's this year twenty. Two, basically. Who? Wait, what? The guy you're talking about is number two. You said right? no. He's not number two in the nation. He's a three star. He's our lowest rated recruit. Oh sh. No. But I'm thought, saying he's our saying best he was, recruit. I thought you were saying he was ranked number two in Minnesota. Oh, did I say that? So I might have said I, I, I might have said something like that. Or, I might have misread it. No, yeah, it might have been because I think he is from Minnesota. I think he was like behind. Uh... We're almost at an hour. Do you want to? Oh yeah, we can kind of start wrapping. Sorry, I just looked at a text and literally totally forgot no, my, my train <laughs> of thought. We can cut that part. I'd be doing that too. Uh, just some, we can kind of finish off here. Yeah. Just some random NBA stuff. Yeah. If you want? You said that the Jazz are gonna beat the Lakers. I didn't say that the Jazz are gonna beat the Lakers. But they could, right? I said right? that they have a, a decent chance because you said something along those lines. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. But um, they have a great, they have a great, just solid rotation of guys that they've had. Like in terms of longevity for teams, like the Utah Jazz have been together like the longest, or for a lot of compared to a lot of different teams. Like the Pistons are completely different. The Lakers are completely different than what they than what they used to be. The Clippers. There's a whole bunch of the Suns, a whole bunch of the teams. Nets. You could say almost, you could say that for almost every team, but like they have kept a core group of guys. Quinn Snyder, I don't really know much about him. I don't really know how to gauge coaches that well, but I mean, he seems like he's doing a pretty good job if they're on a ten-game win streak right now. He's a former coach of the year too, right? No, he's not coach of the year. Really? I thought he did win a coach of the year a couple of years ago. Not bad. I don't think so. Maybe. Actually, maybe. Maybe we should fact check maybe, it. Maybe that year when Mitchell was going off, but yeah. I don't know. Like, Mitchell, like, and the reason I compared them to the Lakers and said that they could win the Laker, against the Lakers, like, obviously you're going to have Gobert against Anthony Davis, which nobody in the league can stop Anthony Davis, but I think if anybody's going to have the best chance of doing that in the Western Conference, it would be Gobert. And... um I don't know. Donovan Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell. Jordan Clarkson is having a crazy year. Mike Conley is having a great redemption year. Uh, they still got uh, Bogdanovich, and they still have Ingles, and they still have Royce O'Neal, who's actually playing pretty good. And I don't know. They just seem like a very good team. Obviously, I don't. I don't actually think that they're gonna beat the Lakers if they play them in the playoffs, but. They could. I think they would have beaten the Clippers last year if they would have beat if the. The Jazz would have beat the uh, the Nuggets, Nuggets in Game yeah. Seven. Then I think they would have beat the Clippers. I think that's probably pretty fair to and say. They would have played the Lakers, but I don't yeah. know. It's crazy that 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 Nuggets and Jazz series came down to one last shot at the end of the game. That was pretty cool. Donald yeah, Mitchell it's, was hurt. It's cra- yeah, it's crazy how how that um. The chain of events that played out after that, yeah. with um, with the um, with the Nuggets going down three yeah. one uh, to the Clippers, being down you know twenty five or whatever in that in that game with the with the picture of uh, Kawhi and Paul George and shit high five and on the doing the and then uh, Mark Marcus Morris doing the bunny ears on the yeah. on the <laughs> on the sideline and then they ended up uh, you know Nuggets obviously come back and win yeah. and win that game and then win the series in seven. There was an interesting chain of events from that. I want to go back to the Heat real quick too. Because I remember we like talked a decent amount about like is this like the bubble hot like mm-hmm. are they the bubble hot team no crowd and there's still like not crowds there's some people in the stands yeah. or whatever and there's still not crowds and I think like they're kind of like 
uh, in a position where that was only like a couple months ago and like they were just like extremely extremely hot like like red fucking hot and it's just really hard to like get back up to that and like obviously they're really low like you said they've had covid uh troubles i still think they're gonna make the playoffs and shit like didn't didn't charles barkley like come out who said who came out and said the heat aren't gonna make the playoffs someone did someone just did i i just saw it sorry i sorry i it's irrelevant if i can't remember who said it but i just saw that on twitter someone was like the heat aren't making the playoffs they're total fluke that is just wrong because like when you got a guy like when you got guys like Goron and Jimmy, like being game managers and shit, and then you got a great coach like Eric Spolstra and then Duncan Robinson, automatic like that's just not gonna they're happen. Game Bam Adebayo got paid like nah, it's just not. They're not they're a game up. and a half out of the eighth seed right now, so it's not. Oh, they're a game and a half out of the eighth seed. Yeah. Okay, I read it totally wrong then when someone said last. Someone said they were last in the fucking East. Um bro. no. That would belong. maybe it was maybe it was over the actually no I take okay yeah it was over like the last like eight games yeah I saw a stat it was like over the last eight games they're last in the East or whatever the last thirteen games maybe. something like that sorry just uh, getting this totally completely wrong I don't have any I don't have any numbers in front of me for anyone wondering yeah. sorry they're on a five game <laughs> losing streak right now though yeah cool. okay so that's definitely what it was then because it was like it was like past like eight games and shit I think that started with the Pistons honestly which is kind of funny but I don't know the Miami Heat I'm not I'm not really worried about them we're 20 games into uh we're less than 20 games into a 72 game seems like we were pretty wrong or at least i was pretty wrong about the wizards no i think i think i think everyone was pretty wrong about the wizards because you have to think that (laughs) with the numbers that beal was putting up last year um you would think that by russ coming in and having another person that can that can take over the game not only scoring but but with this passing ability you'd think that they wouldn't be three and eleven right now in the Eastern Conference, but that's not the case. And the Eastern Conference is weird. The Cleveland Cavaliers are the sixth seed. Yeah, uh, it's definitely gonna work its way out, work itself out. Yeah, it always over the next 20, 20 games. I here. mean, because if you remember, like, I remember like two years ago, or like for a couple of years in a row, the Pistons would win like their first. They would win like I remember they would won like five in a row. I think at the beginning. They were number one. They were the number one seed. Everybody was getting. <laughs> that low. was a couple of years ago. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's as we're we're decently into the NBA season, but there's still so much that can. There's happen. a lot that will work itself yeah. out, like it always does. Yeah. But there will also be some like weird. There will be some weird teams making it and not making it. Well, yeah, maybe we could be wrong of, because of COVID. Like yeah. this year is so unpredictable because of COVID for all sports. And yeah, I say work itself. I say work itself out, meaning like the Cavs have a bunch of young guys and they're just going to fluster out and like win. And then they're going to like, you know, lose one and then they're going to and then they're going to win one and they're going to lose two and then they're going to win one and they're going to lose three or whatever. It's just like going to be like a string like that. I say I say that's what I kind of meant when like I say like the legal work itself out. Mm -hmm. But like you just like you just said too, COVID weird year. Maybe we could be completely wrong about the Cavs and uh, these just young guys are the real deal and they got the right recipe. Yeah. And maybe Jared Allen now is gonna help them no. out and maybe they're just gonna be a solid playoff team. We could be totally wrong. I'm in on the Cavs. I'm, I'm a, I haven't even watched them enough. I watched them barely uh, against the Nets when they played the Nets back to back a week ago. Uh, the first game of the Nets back to back was the. It was so electric. That was one of the best. Ever. That was the best game I've watched since. Twitter Twitter was hot. Yeah. Twitter was hot that, that night and Instagram. So crazy. Yeah, that was a great game. Colin Sexton is dope. He's a beast, yeah. And shout out to you for during our f- fantasy basketball draft. Yeah. When in the chat you were just like, dude, 
this dude's a 20 point scorer. And then like when you said that, that triggered a thing in my brain. I was like, we, we talked about this before yep. too. We were like, dude, 20 points per game. Like you got to really think about that in a, a little bit more different element yeah. in regards to the NBA. Like we kind of get caught up and we're just like, oh, these are all the guys, blah, blah, blah. But like, bro, averaging 20 a game is really fucking legit. Yeah. It's really legit. Like, and that dude's a 22 like, game score. I would say only like 10% of the league can even get to that point in like one season. And he's going to do it again this year. And it's for him to be a second year player on a team and to score 20 points per game and just being the figure of Colin Sexton because the way he plays is like very in your face, kind of Russell he's, Westbrook. He's, yeah, type. he's in your face, dog. I'm a little guard. I'm going to. He's good at defense too. Yeah, so. great defender. I don't most and probably intense defender to have him still there on the board I was like this is a no-brainer pick no yeah I remember like bro you kind of put me on notice for like the season with that I was like bro like Colin Sexton we got it like this is this is worth noting like even though they're kind of a shit team which maybe they're not going to be a shit team yeah but before the season even though they're a shit team this dude's a 20 points per game score we got to look at Colin Sexton this LeBron's teammate for one month (laughs) you got drafted the same offseason LeBron left (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's right but uh he's got the legendary clip too of him looking at that dude on the free throw line yeah. like you look at you look at moments like that i think of that and i'm just like we should have known this dude's just a straight gamer Yo, he's a dog we, he's an nba everybody dude. should have known he was a dog when they almost when he on alabama almost single-handedly beat a team yeah without with but with only three people yeah i after that dude yeah i remember that, that too next yeah game that he came off that he went off and i went and watched that performance and it was crazy. Like, yeah. how are you a Division One basketball team and you almost blow – like, they scored more than the other team. When they had three people, they scored more than the other team. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Which had five people. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Bro, yeah, it's fucking unreal. That yeah, is. We got to we gotta get better at, like, identifying those moments because yeah. I had this moment, too, when um I was just randomly on YouTube one day and I found just a senior – mixtape of Jalen Brown yeah and look there's a lot of high school guys that like dunk and shit now that's like actually decently normal even though it wasn't like that's kind of a new thing in the 2010s decade it's like pretty decent like to have it's like pretty decently normal to have a lot of high flyers and like guys that can Mm -hmm. yam but this man Jalen Brown in high school bro it's just different like when you watch it like you can just see like and it's all hindsight bias looking at it now looking at him now scoring 24 a game in the nba in the highest league of them all it's all hindsight bias now but like this man was dunking different bro like just the (laughs) the force and the and the 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 force on his jumps and like just everything around it 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 literally just looked so nba like i was just like i think to myself and that i'm just like dude i gotta like be able to recognize that kind of shit which i mean you you can either recognize that shit or you don't you know it's kind of like a scouting talent thing but like I'd, that was a man amongst boys in high school we got to be able to yeah. identify that i'd shit. say like um <laughs> like a pretty obvious one if you just look when he was in high school if you just looked at zion williamson when he was yeah in okay school, yeah you you're you right you don't even have we to, got that one right you don't even i was have for sure to, on that yeah you didn't even really have to watch him play basketball to think like this dude's gonna be dope good and point then, yeah good and point. then when you see him well just when you saw him compared to the other kids that he was playing against he's literally just a man amongst boys and he's just and then he gets to the league and he's doing the same thing he's doing the same, <laughs> he's doing the same damn thing which that's is, one that we were that I was definitely on on, on the yeah. watch for for sure, and I was like, yeah, Zion's gonna be pretty. And legit. like the uh, the Ball brothers, obviously, like that, for sure, they didn't look like NBA. I wouldn't say they looked. It like was NBA, always. I feel like they, I feel like Lonzo and you can say what you want about kind of how you know 
uh, Lamelo versus Lonzo yeah. right now, as far as that debate goes, and Le- and Lavar has always said Lamelo is going to be the best one. Yeah. But like, I feel like when we were watching Chino Hills in 2015, mm-hmm. Lonzo senior year and shit, Lonzo had it. No, he Lonzo did. had the aura. There's that one. There's that one famous clip where he breaks that dude and he tries the to ankle breaker and he helps yeah. him up. That's yeah. That's what I just thought of too. Yeah. And then yeah, Lonzo Lonzo had a little bit of an aura too, and he was awesome at UCLA too. Yeah, forty percent shooter, which wherever the hell that went. From yeah, three. this this last year he was a good but shooter. We don't gotta get all into a into a Lonzo combo. Yeah. But like we get hey, we should we should try to come with that. We should try to keep thinking of uh that's cause that's really good shit. I love talking about like that shit, like moments like that. Yeah. Like go watch everyone go go out there and watch Jalen Brown's high school mixtapes, bro, because it is man amongst boys. Like yep. he is different in high school. Like I love being able to like look at look back at that shit and look back at it before in a case like Zion too. We yeah. got to keep coming with that shit. I, I like watching Ball's life comps of like like 2015, 2016. And you see these guys that are in the league now and they're just tearing it up. A lot right. of them are wrong too. Yeah, a lot of them are wrong. But What's that I, one dude? Number one point guard that went to Duke. Um, Trey Jones. No. No, Trayvon Duvall. Oh yes, yes. Number one point guard. Yeah. IMG. Yeah. Disappeared. IMG is a sh- is an interesting concept. That's a whole nother. Yeah, that's yeah. a fucking. <laughs> we could we could talk about that. I don't know. That's a farm. We got a guy coming from uh, Musa Diabate, number really? eighteen dude in the country, power forward, six eight. I think Shea Patterson went to IMG too. He did. So I don't know. Uh, the NBA, it's, it's very entertaining so far. It's awesome. Year. Love sports. Yeah. Love sports. It's, it's better that like you can hear so much more shit. It's very cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Love watching the Pistons too. Yeah, um, we'll probably have another pot up before the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. We should try to get one up. We'll get one done next week. We should have, yeah, at some point next week. I know I go back to work, so I don't know how often we'll be able to do these, but we'll, we'll be able. We'll be able. To, we'll, we'll always find. Time we'll always it. find the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just so you guys know, GameStop is at three sixteen right now. Uh, go invest. But also, don't take my advice. Not a financial advisor. Not a financial advisor. Oh yeah, I wanted to say rest in peace to Seku Smith. He was uh, he passed from COVID, and he w- used to be a Pistons writer. He's mm-hmm. he's a Grand Rapids native, so. And Kobe too, same day. Yeah, and obviously Kobe. a year later. Yeah. Kobe, we don't. I don't want to talk about that. They'll start yeah. crying. The only dude that I felt like I knew. Yeah. That I didn't really it's know. Tough. All right, well, let's see what this man's got to say. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering why you on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we're gonna just. I'm just gonna tell him. I'm just gonna say, give me a take. Ringing, ringing, ringing. It's tough because Goodyear's the only person who never answers their phone. Yeah, he's at practice, but he'll always FaceTime me out of the blue yeah. and then talk for him. We'll talk forever. Okay, didn't even answer. This guy, call he's got no. Else. He's call got no else. takes. Call, right. s- call someone random and don't even tell me who it is. Mm. All right, I know this dude will answer. This is a this is a, our number one supporter, literally, which already gives it away. Yup, I knew I knew he'd answer. Give us a take. Give us a take. What is it? Anything. Any give, give us something. We're just ending the show right now. Just give us something. We just want to hear you. Just want to hear you say something. Don't bet against Tom. That's I like it. I like oh, it. Yeah. A little Super Bowl talk. All right. <laughs> hey. All right, bet we. Hey, low key, me and Palmer might both have the bucks too. Hey, I'm feeling them. I don't know why. I just feel like Tom's up to something, bro. All right, we'll call you next week before the Super Bowl too. Sounds good, bro. All 
All right, sounds good, BG. Thanks for that. We're ending the show right now. Thanks for that. Oh, yeah. All right, peace, peace out, bro. BG. <laughs> I knew VG would come through and answer. He's a yeah. He's the number one supporter. Literally, one shout supporter. out to VG. He's gonna ride with us until we're fully at the Always top. Always posted on his story. He, man. Bro, big shout out to VG. Shout out to everyone. Listening. Big G is VG is a straight rider, dude. Yeah. He's literally gonna be at the top of the mountain with us. I mean, everyone listening to this will be. I know you guys got us. We got. Love you guys. Love everybody that is involved with the JV level podcast. Absolutely. Right, you boys that blog is coming night. too. Gamblers, Stock Exchange, everyone. I'm creating an army. Text me. Everyone text me. You're creating a If you're listening to this, firm. if you're listening to this and you know my name, text me. But good night. <laughs> Sorry.